0: Our desire is to lead people to salvation in Christ and encourage believers in their spiritual growth. Join us and build up your own heritage of faith. Welcome, and thanks for listening to another episode of the Heritage of Faith Conversations radio program hosted by Pastor Matthew Recker. My name is Micah. I'm the Ministry Assistant at Heritage, and we are coming to you live this Sunday evening as we continue our series on the I Am Statements of Jesus Christ. One reason we do a live program is so that you can have an opportunity to join in on our conversation. We have call screeners standing by all hour, and they can be reached at 929 333 three seven three nine. Quick shout out to two of our listeners, Douglas and Timmy Jr., both of whom are celebrating birthdays this week. Happy birthday, guys. Pastor Matt, we had a listener question come in last week, and I wanted to start off the evening with that if that's okay.
1: Absolutely. And good evening to you, Micah. Good evening.
0: Uh the listener asked in Acts chapter twenty-three, verses twelve through twenty-two, he said more than forty religious Jews took an oath not to eat or drink anything until they killed paul well they never did kill paul and this listener was wondering how long they went without eating
1: well that's a very interesting question for sure micah and those 40 conspirators found out that when god is not through with the man Mm. then their conspiracy is just empty and and easily defeated because Mm -hmm. god put back got put down their conspiracy cuz you know what they were ratted out by Paul's nephew mm. and oh, and, yeah. and mm-hmm. then Paul had an escort fit for a king over 470 soldiers <laughs> guarded Paul in order yeah. those that those conspirators wouldn't kill him so what happened to those conspirators do you think they all do you think they all died of starvation, or do you think they just i think, yeah they no, just probably gave up their scheme and resumed normal life as what what yeah. I would assume if they had half a brain what they did?
0: yeah, I think yeah. that once they realized Paul was completely out of their reach, they went back to eating and drinking so that they could live i the one question I then asked though is you know the Bible makes the comment that if you make an oath to God and then you go back on it, he may punish you for it. And so then the question becomes, well, would God punish them for going back on the oath? And I think no, because (laughs) their oath was way out of God's will in the first place. Sure
1: enough. Absolutely. And and God was not done with Paul because Paul had still not written 1 Timothy, 2 Timothy, and Titus, Mm. even at that point in his ministry, Mm -hmm. maybe other books as well, but at least I know those three. So... God is God, and mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. yeah, if you make an oath that's unbiblical and goes yeah. against the will of God, you could break <laughs> those oaths.
0: Yeah. And maybe some <laughs> and, of those even got saved in the end. You know, maybe they became saved.
1: You never know, do you? Because mm-hmm. God is merciful, and God does save murderers and all kinds of sinners. Aren't we all just sinners saved by His grace? Amen. Well, We, wa- we want to welcome you. My wife is here tonight. Hey. Once again. Hey, Deb. Good hey, to see you. All right. We're glad that you could be on with us. We're going to talk this evening, Micah, about how Jesus is the truth, mm-hmm. and Amen. what a great subject, because without the truth, there is no going. Without without the way, I should say, there is no going. Without the truth, there is no knowing, and without the life, there is no living. So Jesus is the way. He's the narrow way. He's the truth. He's the infallible truth. He's the life. He is everlasting life, dear friends. So we encourage you to join with us tonight, and Micah, if there's anyone that does have a question mm-hmm. about, maybe even, we'll just kind of throw it open. If somebody does have a question, maybe they're, they've been reading in their Bible and they just have a question burdening them or mm-hmm. bothering them, they can yeah. give us a call. We'd love to try to field it tonight, and they can call us at 929-333-3739. So we're just going to read one verse tonight, John mm-hmm. 14, verse 6, and we're going to talk about how Jesus is the truth this evening. In this well-known verse where Jesus saith unto him, that is Thomas, to whom he is speaking, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father, but by me.
0: Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you tonight, God, for another opportunity to speak to our listeners over the airwaves, Lord. And we just pray as we are discussing this foundational truth of the bible lord that you Jesus Christ are the truth lord that you will just bless our conversation and bless our listeners we pray this in Jesus name amen amen, amen. so
1: one of the most significant questions ever raised was raised by the unbelieving Roman governor Pontius Pilate mm-hmm. when he was trying Jesus and Jesus boldly witnessed to Pilate telling him of his kingdom and Jesus told Pilate everyone that is of the truth heareth my voice that's quite convicting. Mm-hmm. Do we hear the voice of Jesus Christ? Yeah. Because His word is truth, is it not, dear friends? But to to what Jesus said, the the desperate Pilate asked Jesus, "What is truth? What do you think Pilate meant by that? As if, do you think you can really know the truth? Perhaps he thought that, but." What is truth? That's such a great question, isn't it? Mm. So, Debbie, what do you think? Why don't you start us off tonight? And what is truth? And can it be known?
2: So, Pastor, I love these questions. Um, I love this topic. I think Pilate, as a politician, as he was saying, what is truth? It was was a mocking thing. Mm. But, um, yes, as Bible believers, truth is what conforms to reality. Truth... um, It can be known. Not only can truth be known, we must seek to know it. And then once we know it, uh, we need to embrace it. We ought to love it and live it. And if we can know the truth um, in math or science, I believe we can also know the truth about God and that God wants us to know Him. So, synonyms for truth truth is what is factual, it's what's actual, Mm. it's what's real. Truth is truth for everyone, at every time, in every place. Truth is unchanging. Truth is not invented. It can only be discovered. It is there, just like gravity, right? Nobody invented gravity. The truth of gravity, the law of gravity, somebody discovered it. Uh, I think when they dropped an apple, anyway. (laughs) Um, The thing is, truth is not a personal opinion, And that's the problem with our day and age. Everybody has their preference. But truth is not a preference, and truth is not determined by our culture. Um, Romans 3, 4 says, let God be true, but every man a liar. And we are sinners. We are liars. So I just want to close, and I'll let you say um, what you, I know, are thinking. We can't change the truth. We have to deal with it. And God is the source of of all truth. And as God is God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, the first person, second person, third person of the Trinity are the truth. Yeah.
1: Well, I I do believe, uh, Debbie, Micah, that we're living in a day like where the prophets were preaching, where (coughs) even Hosea said there is no truth Mm. nor mercy nor knowledge of God mm-hmm. in the land, yeah. and it's like we're living in a culture where there is no truth. Now, in the days of the, we're not really in postmodern modernism anymore, but that was very popular for people during postmodernism to say there is no truth. And I think when nine eleven hit, people did wake up and say, no, that was that was wrong. So mm-hmm. there is something that's right and wrong mm-hmm. right there. Mm-hmm. And now we've moved. Now our culture seems to have embraced a truth that is a lie Mm -hmm. and that truth is literally fallen in the streets and truth is what people have constructed according to their own preference or opinion people Mm -hmm. have their own truth
0: yeah uh i just think this this answer should have been um clear 2000 years ago but people are still struggling you know with this with pilots question and we would think that in the information age when most people have access to almost an infinite amount of knowledge that more people would have the truth. But that's not necessarily the case. Instead, as you said, Pastor Debbie, the more information we have, sometimes it's harder to actually discern what is true. And a verse that I often quote to describe the time we're living in is Isaiah 5, verse 20, Woe to them that call evil good and good evil. Um, And that verse, Mm. it indicates that there's a choice in the matter. So in the same way that a human conscious can choose good or evil, I think the human conscious can also choose whether to recognize the truth. Deep down, yeah. we all know it. Romans 1 tells us it. But Romans 1 also says that they change the truth of God into a lie. Yes. So if you reject God, then you change the truth into a lie in the same way in the Old Testament you, sub, you, know, you chose evil over good. And th- while the truth doesn't change, as Debbie said, recognizing the truth, I think, is a choice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely.
1: I I think of Isaiah 59 as well, verse 14, where it says, For truth is fallen in the street. Mm -hmm. The truth truth doesn't make us feel good all the time. The truth Mm -hmm. is not warm and fuzzy. The truth is straight, unbending, and narrow. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, I would have liked the truth to be... When when I was young, I, I worked as hard as I possibly, at least at that time, that I could to be, become a, a professional NBA basketball player. <laughs> yeah. But the truth is, I was never good enough mm. to even play on college level, much less the NBA. Yeah. I mean, that's the truth. I didn't yeah. want that to be the truth. Yeah. But it sh- certainly was the truth. I just mm. wasn't good enough. and And you can't deny the truth. You yeah. do have to deal with it and then live with it. And... And accept it and so let's let's talk about truth. what is truth? Yes, truth can be known, and we need to know what the truth is. so how do we come to know the truth? Is truth in the scripture we we would yes. say, yeah, absolutely, yes. yes, truth is in the scripture. Jesus said, "Thy word is truth is truth in God yes he is, yes, truth is in God, and there's a number of scriptures that tell us God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit are truth. Mm -hmm. So I think it would be good just for us to hit on some verses that do tell us how God is truth. So first of all, how God Himself is true, God the Mm -hmm. Father. Mm -hmm. So, Micah, why don't don't you start us off with that and tell us about God the Father being true.
0: Sure. Well, there's an amazing passage in Exodus chapter 34 that occurs after the incident with the golden calf and after Moses destroys the first set of the Ten Commandments. God commands Moses to cut two more tablets out of stone and then go back up Mount Sinai where God will write the law again upon the stones. And when Moses gets there, Jehovah God descends in the cloud of his glory and stands with Moses on the mountain proclaiming his own name. So listen to how God describes himself. Exodus 34, verse 6. And the Lord passed by before Moses and proclaimed, The Lord, the Lord God, merciful and gracious, long-suffering and abundant in goodness and and truth. And he goes on. So although we know that God the Father is truth, and we understand that as a concept, here is biblical proof that that is actually how he describes himself. So along with a handful of other important characteristics, God the Father tells us that he is abundant in truth.
1: Yes, he is. He is true. And, you know, Paul said as well in 1 Corinthians chapter 8 that, that an idol in this world is nothing mm. people worshiping nothing yeah you know and if we're not worshiping god the father who is truth mm-hmm. we're worshiping literally nothing mm-hmm. and and that's the truth because god the father himself is truth i love what the psalmist said thou hast redeemed me O god of truth mm-hmm. the only one who can redeem us is the god of truth
2: Amen, amen. Well, I have a verse I love, and one reason I love this verse is because I love you, and this verse reminds me of you, honey, because uh, this verse is uh, the first sermon that you preached uh, for a sermon contest when you were in college, and um, I knew I wanted to marry you because you love God's Word. Mm. And so this is Deuteronomy 32.4, written by Moses. He, that is God, is the rock. His work is perfect, for all his ways are judgment. A God of truth and without iniquity, just and right is he.
1: Yeah, that was my first sermon I think that I ever preached as a as a sermon,
0: yeah. An, that, 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 what a great text, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, Brother Adrian in our church preached on that maybe about a year, year and a half ago, Mm. but I would love to hear your take on it. So maybe it's time to bring those notes back out. Yeah, I I don't know about those (laughs) notes anymore. But uh, dear
1: friends, we would love to have you call us tonight if we could answer a question, if we could pray for you. Give us a call. We have some wonderful call screeners here who would love to pray with you, encourage you in any way. So give us a call at 929 3, three, 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 seven, three, nine. What is truth? Jesus said, "I am the way, the truth, and the life. And dear friend, without knowing Jesus as the truth, we'll just be wandering in this world like Cain, without any hope. Without Jesus, the truth will be deceived like Ahab or Jezebel of old. And without Christ the truth who is our life we will be spiritually dead and lost so we don't want to wander aimlessly we don't want to be deceived and be deceitful we we don't want to be spiritually dead we want to be spiritually alive we want to walk in the way that is truth the the way of the father the son and the holy spirit so give us a call if we can encourage you pray with you tonight at 929333 3739 so the father is truth Mm -hmm. what about verses that relate to jesus being truth does the bible specifically say that jesus is the truth what do you think
2: yes sir so i have john 114 which says and the word that's jesus and the word was made flesh so he became a man and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth
1: amen truth. and and going down there a little bit in John chapter one and verse seventeen, it says that the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ, not mm-hmm. that there was not grace and truth in the law mm-hmm. there was, mm-hmm. but the fullness of grace and the completion and fullness of truth. Mm-hmm came with the coming of Jesus Christ, dear friends. So he is the truth. Don't cast down the truth of Jesus out mm-hmm. of your life.
0: Yeah, and when Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, that's how he described himself. And John, the apostle John, was there to witness this. So as we're talking about verses in the book of John, there's also... In Revelation 19.11, John's vision on the Isle of Patmos, he said, And I saw heaven opened, and behold, a white horse, and he that sat upon him was called faithful and true, and in righteousness he doth judge and make war. And this is one of the places where the truth of Jesus becomes tangible, Mm. actually. And, you know, it's at the end of the seven years of Jacob's trouble, when a flood of lies spoken by the Antichrist and the false prophet have covered the earth, and John sees truth himself, Jesus Christ, ride out of heaven on a pure white horse to destroy the lies of the earth and cast those chief liars into the lake of fire. So we see that Jesus is the truth and the truth ultimately prevails. Amen. Amen.
1: You know, and people often say, oh, Jesus is a good teacher. But then when it gets to the point of Jesus making these exclusive claims, yeah. they don't so much appreciate his teaching. Yeah. But Jesus is a teacher of only truth. Mm-hmm. And he said he is that truth. And as you said in that powerful verse in his coming, mm-hmm. he is called, he is even named, faithful and true. And so, dear friends, love the truth and let Jesus the truth set you free. So the Father is true. We looked at a few verses about that. The, the Lord Jesus Christ is the truth. The scripture clearly teaches that. What about the Holy Spirit? What are some verses, Micah, that teach that the Holy Spirit is truth?
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, Pastor, our passage tonight in the book of John, although we only read the one verse, it's one of the places in the Bible where we can clearly see the Trinity. You know, Jesus has referred to his relationship with his Father a number of times. And now we see him talk about the Holy Spirit in verses 16 and 17. I'll just read 16 and the beginning of 17. Jesus says, And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another Comforter, meaning the Holy Spirit, that he may abide with you forever, even the Spirit of truth. Hmm. So I I feel like we learn a few things from these verses. Number one, we learn that the, the physical manifestation of Jesus as a man would shortly be going back to the Father in heaven. And his Spirit, though, would abide with his followers forever. So that's one thing Jesus tells his disciples. And the second thing, like the Father and the Son, the Holy Spirit is also described as the truth. Um, later in First John, the Apostle reiterates this when he writes about the Spirit. He says, The same teacheth you of all things, and is truth, and is no lie, and even as it hath taught you, ye shall abide in him. And Pastor for those who need a little more explanation about the Trinity, you know, you recently wrote a tract on the subject, and I would even invite listeners, if they want to call in and get copies of that tract, we're happy to send it to them. I reread it uh, this week, and it's a great tract, and I think it's just very clear. Um, it's not exhaustive, but it's very clear. So if anyone has questions about the Trinity, give us a call at 929 and we will send you some tracks.
1: Yeah, and the reason I wrote that track is we were passing out tracks in Grand Central Station, and a Muslim lady walked by me, and she said, You worship three gods! And mm. I said, No, we worship one god. No, you worship three gods! And she didn't stop. She was just yelling at me as she went through the turnstile. Yeah. But I said, I'm going to write a track on the Trinity. So that's where that track came out of, and if anybody would like to receive that, we would love to send it to you the holy spirit is in us mm-hmm. and as you just referenced that verse in 1 john 2:27 we have this anointing that ab- it abides in us and it teaches us and he is the truth and is no lie and that's why paul could say to to us also that as as new men he says put put away lying you know mm-hmm. that we put on the new man put away lying mm-hmm. because we are to be people of truth mm-hmm. as Christians we have to live the truth we have to talk the truth we can't live in lies and hypocrisy mm-hmm. you know as Christians mm-hmm. and so it's very important that we are honest isn't it in yeah. our lives in yeah. our dealings in our homes in, in our relationships that we are true with one another yeah. because God is true. Mm-hmm. And if the Holy Spirit is on, in us, He will, He, he lives in us to, mm-hmm. to s- tell the truth through us.
0: Yeah, and I, yeah. I just think we're, we're talking about it throughout the hour, but it's getting easier and easier to shy away from the truth. So if I'm encountering you and there's a possible conflict because of the truth, it's easier for me to just bend on the truth. So we yeah. just have to be people who really are led by the Holy Spirit and led by, you know, what we know the truth is, because that's what's in alignment with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And that is true, uh, Micah. And many people are actually
1: afraid of the truth. And we're going to talk about that, about are you afraid of the truth? Are you being intimidated by our culture and frightened away from the truth of Jesus Christ? Because mm-hmm. Jesus will offend people. Mm-hmm. As we stand up for him, and we may take a position on our jobs, in our schools, even in our church, if there's a church that's not standing on the truth, we may offend people in that church, but we must not be afraid of the truth. But first, let's go to a song. And we invite our listeners to give us a call again at 929-333-3739. And we're also saying if any of our listeners have a question that you would like to throw out to us tonight, we would love to field that and try our best to answer just even a random question. But right now we're going to go to a song about Jesus. The way, the truth, the life. He's my Lord. He's my God. He's my all. He's Jesus Christ.
3: Jesus, what did you find in me that you have done?
1: Yes, Lord. May we love you, Lord Jesus, more and more because you are worthy, Lord, because you are the way, the truth, and the life. So the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit are true. And the Bible's also the truth, isn't it? Amen. God's Word is truth from Genesis all, all the way to Revelation, dear friends. And we need to embrace the truth of God's Word because as i quoted already from the prophets the truth is fallen in the street there is no truth in the land mm. we need to get back to the truth dear friends truth is fallen in our public schools yeah. truth is fallen in our political institutions truth is fallen in in our entertainment mm-hmm. uh, in america yeah. the, it's like there is no truth they, the the word of god is not respected they used to maybe they still do in the courtroom put their hand on a bible and say i will promise to tell all the truth with respect for the Word of God, but then the Bible's just neglected even mm-hmm. in, in our courtrooms. Dear friends, we need to, we as Christians must not be ashamed of the truth. God's Word is truth, isn't it? Yeah. So what are some verses about God's Word being truth? Are there verses like that?
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, um, I think of Second 2 Timothy 2.15. Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. And I would say that the more I read the Bible, the more the truth of it is revealed. You know, one aspect of that truth is the exposure of human nature. So, so many times as I'm reading through the narratives of the Bible, I see myself on the pages. Mm -hmm. You know, all my flaws, all my insecurities, all my shortcomings – There are stories of those who came before me and they just really reflect, you know, all of us. Mm. Another big aspect of the truth is that even today, archaeology is regularly confirming what the Bible said. It was, you know, recently revealed in the news that there was a scientific evidence Mm. of a cosmic explosion at the place where they believe Sodom and Gomorrah once existed. And there Mm. are still otherwise unexplainable balls of sulfur all over the area. Um, Another example of archaeology was just last year. There was a news story that a lead amulet was found at the historical place of Mount Ebal in Israel, where Joshua declared cursings on Israel if they did not obey, according to Deuteronomy 27. Well, the amulet, they took it, they had found it, they couldn't read what it said, but they sent it to Prague and they did a scan on it, something like a CT scan, and it contained the word curse 10 times. It contained the name of God twice, and it was written in Proto-Hebrew, dated to the time of Joshua. So, the Bible is true, but again, whether or not people want to accept that truth is just, it's a choice.
3: Hmm.
1: Yeah, well, I've been preaching in Timothy recently, and the word truth is really important in those pastoral epistles. And Paul even said in 1 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 4 that God will have all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. Mm-hmm. And that is the truth of Christ, mm-hmm. yes, but the truth of Christ found in God's Word, dear friend. Mm-hmm. And this is why our world is casting out the Bible, mm-hmm. because the devil is the cod of this world, and he does not want the truth of God's Word to come to people's hearts so that they could be saved. And, dear friends, again, we always plead for our listeners, because we know there are people who are wondering what the truth is, and in love we're pointing you to Jesus Christ, to God our Father, the Holy Spirit, and the Bible. Thy word is truth, and through the truth, the knowledge of the truth, you can have eternal life. So thy word is truth. His words, Revelation 21, verse 5, are faithful and true. What are some other verses, do you think, Deb, that refer to the Bible being God's truth.
2: Yeah, so I like um, Ephesians 1.13, which says, In whom you also trusted, after that you heard the word of truth, the gospel Mm. of your salvation, in whom also, after that you believed, you were sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise. Mm. And it's very interesting. It mentions the Holy Spirit, and I think uh, the word of truth, the gospel, the Holy Spirit. All these ideas fit together because if you don't believe the gospel and you don't have the Holy Spirit, then first of all, you're blinded about the real big picture, the whole truth. Um, Sometimes we talk about the honest truth, uh, the naked truth. There are a lot of adjectives. (laughs) But the, the real truth is found in who God is and what he is doing in this world. And the Bible says that the devil... The, the Satan, the devil, has blinded the eyes of people who don't believe. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. unbelievers cannot see properly the big picture. Mm-hmm. But here um, it says, the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation. Mm-hmm. And I know for sure once I was saved, I felt I knew the truth about so many other things. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I love that when you're talking about the word of truth and the gospel of truth and paul even says that in galatians chapter 2 verse 5 he talks about the truth of the gospel you just think of that the Mm -hmm. gospel is that christ died for our sins he was buried Mm -hmm. and he rose again this is the like the truth of all truth this Mm -hmm. is this is the truth of god's word Mm -hmm. the truth of the gospel that jesus christ died on the cross For the sins of the world. And that means there's salvation only in Him. And that's really what John 14.6 is saying too. Mm -hmm. That there's no way to come to the Father but through Him. Why? Because only Jesus took our sins on the cross. Only Jesus rose again from the dead. Only Jesus is life. Mm -hmm. That's what John 14.6, it's a gospel message. Mm -hmm. That He's the way, the truth, the life, the truth of the gospel. Dear friends,
0: you know... That's offensive to people, mm-hmm. but it's the truth. Mm-hmm. And you know, Pastor, as uh, Debbie was talking about people who don't believe in Jesus Christ, you know, they are blinded to the truth. And we heard a interesting testimony today in church where somebody mentioned, and you know, it was we all we all laughed about it, but somebody mentioned that he had been witnessing to his friend for fifteen years, and then his friend encountered oh, yeah. an evangelist and became saved just in that encounter. Uh, Or probably within, you know, a a couple days of that. And the friend was joking, you know, I've been sharing the gospel with you for 15 years. But the truth of the matter is, you know, if you're blinded to the gospel, it doesn't matter. So, God, there is a moment when, God, the scales fall from your eyes, the person is no longer blinded, and they recognize the truth. And that was that moment for that person. Um, So, Debbie, I 100% agree with you.
1: Yeah. Amen. And, dear friends, we pray that if there are scales... On your eyes even as Paul those scales fell from his eyes and he was able to see and that you will come to the knowledge of the truth the truth of Jesus that he loves you that he's the way the truth and the life and you can have salvation you can be forgiven of your sins you could be assured you're on your way to heaven you could you could stand on a book the Word of God that is true in a world of lies I mean, we we hear so much stuff. We don't know what's true these days, Mm -hmm. what we're listening to Mm -hmm. in the news. There's so many weird things. We were talking before the program a little bit about this balloon floating across (laughs) the United States, you know, Mm -hmm. and from China. Yeah. what is the truth? We don't yeah. know. Our, our politicians aren't telling us. Yeah. They're not telling us what was really on, going on with that. Mm-hmm. They didn't tell us, even though it seemed that they knew about it before it even yeah. came ac- started coming across. The- yeah. So what's the truth? We, yeah. We'll probably never find out uh, the truth about a lot of things. Yeah. But the Bible is true. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we can know the truth about the most important thing. Mm-hmm. And that is the, that which relates to your soul. So don't be afraid of the truth, dear friends. Come to the truth. Because, Deb, some people are intimidated and frightened from making dogmatic truth claims. And so should people be afraid of the truth? Why do you think that some people are? And how can people overcome being afraid or being fearful of the truth?
2: Okay, so I have two different angles. First, people are afraid of making truth claims because they're afraid of what other people will say. They're afraid of being called bigoted, intolerant. You know, they'll be shut out by the elites in power. Cancel culture is very real. Um, But we should not be afraid of the truth because Jesus said the truth sets us free. Mm. And so that's the second part is I'm afraid of the truth for my own ideas, and I want to assure our audience, it is the truth about yourself that will set you free. When you recognize, and when you become self-aware, and you recognize your own flaws, mistakes, Mm. when you recognize you're a sinner, and you can call on God's mercy, that truth will actually set you free. I want to... um, say some things from psalm 51 Uh, psalm 51 the psalm of david where he is um, confessing his sins in verse 6 david said behold you god desire truth in the inward parts that means in my heart god wants me to know the truth about myself in my heart and how do i know that Um, in verses 10 through 12 he talks about the Holy Spirit. He says in Psalm 5110, Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. And so first, you know, we're cleansed. Verse 11, cast me not away from your presence and take not your Holy Spirit from me. So again, this idea of the Holy Spirit who is in me, and, and teaching me what is the truth, the truth about myself, the truth about God, the truth about his salvation. Verse 12, Psalm 51:12, restore unto me the joy of your salvation and uphold me with your free spirit. So that's it right there. The joy of salvation, the free spirit and the truth all go together. I will feel a lot more freedom when I ad- admit the truth about myself and have the Holy Spirit help me to be a better person.
1: Yeah, uh, because, of course, that psalm did come out of David doing this terrible sin of murder, of fornication and adultery, and then lying right and deceitfully covering it up. Right. And it was only when he faced what he did and dealt with the
2: truth admitted it was wrong Uh, instead of saying oh everybody does it it's okay
1: then then that joy of salvation was restored then he was able to even he says teach transgressors god's ways and so dear friend if you are covering up the truth and living a lie covering up your adultery covering up Hmm. your deceit cheating on your job Mm-hmm. lying on your time clock, stealing from your employer, whatever you might be doing, and maybe you're getting away with it. God sees you. The The ways of man are before the eyes of the Lord. Mm-hmm. And so turn from your sin and repent. Deal with the truth. Mm-hmm. Face that truth and come clean with God. And then the, you will have the joy of salvation restored to you.
2: Amen. You know, in the New Testament where Jesus is talking about the Holy Spirit in John chapter 14, John chapter 15, John chapter 16, he calls the Holy Spirit the spirit of truth. And in Jesus is teaching that the Holy Spirit lives in our hearts. And that that is such an emphasis that the Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth who lives in our hearts. And Amen. we have to agree with him.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can, can I just say one thing, too, yeah. here about being afraid? Don't be afraid of the truth. Somebody has said this, and I like this. It says, you won't be afraid of the truth until you're on the receiving end of a lie. Mm. You know, when you're on the receiving end of a lie in a courtroom, when you're looking for justice, you want the truth in a courtroom. Mm-hmm. If if you deposit your money in the bank, you deposit $100, and they say you only deposited 50 and you're on the receiving end of a lie from mm. a bank, yeah. then yeah. you want the truth. I mean, so we should never be afraid of the truth. The truth sets us free Mm -hmm. to live life as it should be lived.
0: Yeah, and I think one of the most surprising things about our culture today is how quickly people believe it when they are told that the truth has shifted. You know, most people, they don't protest when the definition of words are manipulated. They just accept it when they hear phrases like, oh, the science has changed. Uh, Some go along with it when whatever was believed five minutes ago by everybody is now considered Bigoted, and it reminds us of you know the the phrase two plus two equals four. You know that's it's sort of going around in the zeitgeist right now. And it was a quote from George Orwell in his book 1984. But he had actually written this quote before the beginning or around the beginning of World War II. He said it's quite possible that we are descending into an age in which two plus two will make five. When the leader says so, he he later said Nazi theory indeed specifically denies that such a thing as truth even exists. The implied objective of this line of thought is a nightmare world in which the leader or some ruling clique controls not only the future, but the past. So Orwell was equating the truth with freedom. and, And Debbie just said, Jesus says, you know, the truth will lead you to freedom, freedom in Jesus Christ. So we must stand up. And hold on to the truth
1: yeah, cool. and y- and you know what too there's um There is an infinite number of wrong answers to uh. two plus two <laughs> equals four, yeah. but there's one right answer, so the truth is is very narrow, narrow. In, in that sense, and for example, today, the truth is there are two. Genders, And mm-hmm. I know we've talked about that, but this is really a terrible problem in our society yeah. where now Christians are being pressured mm-hmm. to saying there are 80, 90, 100 different genders, whatever a person so claims is their truth. Mm-hmm. But we have to deal with the truth. We're either male or female.
2: Yeah, biological truth, there are either two X chromosomes or there's an X and a Y <laughs> chromosome. That is scientifically, biologically true. Mm-hmm. You know, they've changed other definitions, too, Mike. As you know, um, they've changed the definition of vaccination mm-hmm. in the dictionary.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: They've changed the definition of recession.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah,
2: Other definitions like Female, that woman. that are that mm-hmm. are convenient.
1: Yeah, yep. hey, and we have a caller tonight, so let's uh, go to Martin here this evening. And um, thank you for calling, Martin. And you're on the Heritage of Faith Conversations program. How you doing, Pastor Director? Okay, brother. Good to hear from you. Thank you for calling this evening. I
4: used to listen to you all the time on the Heritage of Faith when you were over in the village at the school over there. Well,
1: we oh, cool. still are in the village oh, at the school, a just different, a different, different school. <laughs> and uh, we we ch- we added one you word to the, the Heritage of Faith program. I'm sorry. I
4: thought you had moved down, down, downtown to a hotel at one time.
1: No, yes, we moved yes. kind of various places.
4: <laughs> yes, but, uh, yes, but
2: we're right, back right. in the village. We're you're back right. in we the village. Move.
1: Yeah, okay. we That's, did move. Okay. We, we have moved multiple times. But we are 490 okay. Hudson Street, which is right okay. in the heart of Greenwich Village, right between Christopher Street and Grove Street, very close to the path yeah, train fair. for all you New Jersey folks who want to come visit with us. But a uh, good day to have all you right. back, Martin. I'm, I'm glad that you're listening to us still after these many years. Well, I've
4: enjoyed uh, listening to you. Anyway, my question concerns how to address uh, best uh, to best address a Jehovah Witness that comes to your door and you have conversations with them, and they want to say basically that that Jesus is not God and that he's uh, he was sent by God but he's not a God and that uh, they try to say that he in, in essence is one of the angels. Um, how do you counter that and in the way of trying to win the person to Christ and give putting some doubt in them in terms of their theology?
1: Yeah, well, I, there are so, actually so many ways to go about teaching that Jesus Christ is God because they are denying a truly fundamental doctrine that is clear, crystal clear, right, Martin, that Jesus Christ yes. is Lord and one of my favorite ways to go about this is to go to philippians chapter 2 where paul okay. is quoting in philippians chapter 2 that he says at the name of jesus every knee should bow of things in heaven things of the under the earth things uh i'm sorry things in earth and things under the I earth go. and that the every earth. tongue mm-hmm. should confess that jesus christ is lord to the glory. To, yes. Yeah, and and what Paul is doing there is clearly quoting from Isaiah chapter 45, where the Lord Jehovah is being spoken of, where God says in Isaiah 45 that He is the Lord. In verse Isaiah 45:21, He's the Lord. He's the, a just God and a Savior. There is none beside Him. He says, "Look unto Me and be saved. I am God. There is none else." And then he says that unto me every knee shall bow, and every tongue shall swear. That's Isaiah chapter 45, verses 21 down to verse 23. So, so he's quoting, uh, Paul's quoting from here, where the okay. Lord Jehovah, the one Savior in God, is speaking. And then he says this Savior in God is Jesus Christ. So, yes. that, I mean, that's one way to do it. I mean, what do you think? Martin.
4: No, I think that I think that you're right on. I, I pointed to the fact that in uh the first verse in and um in the book of John, they yeah. change it from, you know, that that there is a God. And in other words they, they don't want to you know, want to represent the Trinity. They say the Holy Spirit is not God, but the Holy Spirit is like a force, like the force be with you. And I said no, I said what you did is you changed the words and and your you know your new world translation but i said yeah. that's not consistent with any other translation but um just think you know just looking for ways because i had two joe witnesses that came to my door i sad, and i'd already talked to them and matter of fact i met with them with uh with a local pastor and we actually uh talked with them for for a couple of hours wow. and uh then they they uh, came back to my house again and said well uh is it possible we can come back for a second round i said well let me speak to the pastor first and then um, I will let you know. So he said that it, it's okay. So I'm just looking at, you know, materials in terms of not debating them, but just being, uh, representing Jesus Christ. Yeah, showing you know, them as scripture. As I can. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. and through scripture.
1: Yeah. I mean, I love these I am statements. Yeah. We're doing these I am I am statements. I mean, you can just take the one where Jesus said, I am the good shepherd in John chapter 10 and go to Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd so my shepherd. jesus is okay. claiming to be that lord and i am he's claiming to be the the one who spoke from the bur- burning bush to moses i am that i am i mean there yeah i
4: also requested your track that you did on the trinity oh, oh yes. i think that that would be very helpful as well yeah.
1: absolutely martin why don't we pray for you oh, yes. and that the lord would give you wisdom and even and and god would use you to breakthrough to the hearts of these jehovah's witnesses and that they would be saved i'm going to ask micah to offer a prayer for you and for the lord to use you martin and thank you so much for calling and sharing and thank you for your time that you're given to give the gospel to these folks
0: Yes, dear thank Heavenly Father, we
1: just, you
4: yeah,
0: we just thank you, God, for Martin and his desire, Lord, not to just shut the door, not to just turn these people away, Lord, but to win them over to mm. you, Lord. So yes, we just Lord. pray that that is the desire of his heart. We pray that you fulfill the desire of his heart, Lord. Give him wisdom. Give yes, him uh, discern, a discerning spirit, Lord, to know what to say, when to say, how to say it, Lord. And I And I just thank you, Lord, that there's this other pastor who is willing to spend the time with these precious people, Lord. Mm-hmm. So I just pray, God, that you bless every minute that they're together and bless Martin in this venture God we pray in Jesus name amen amen amen, amen. okay Martin thank you, brother, thank you. for that
4: heartfelt prayer appreciate it and thank
1: you for the time
4: pass will continue listening and God bless you in the ministry
1: God bless you too Martin thank you so much for listening we're really privileged to have you out there listening you know there's a difference too between taste and truth and so I think we should make that distinction mm. in other words It's not true that Wheaties is better than Raisin Bran. (laughs) Now, although I eat Wheaties every day, but somebody else might like Raisin Bran better than me. It's not true that Pizza Hut is better than Papa John's, although to me there's no comparison. But you know what? For somebody else, they might prefer one over the other. Mm -hmm. So we're not talking about taste here. We're talking about truth. Mm-hmm. And so when we say that Jesus is the truth, we're not saying that he's just better than than Muhammad because there's a taste difference. No, mm-hmm. there's a truth difference here, mm-hmm. dear friends. Yeah. And Jesus is the truth. And being a Muslim denies the truth, the truth of the gospel. Mm-hmm. Islam does not believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross, yeah. was buried And rose again from the dead. So we're not talking about taste differences here. We're talking about ultimate truth differences that will make a difference in eternity. Mm -hmm. So this is why people must embrace the truth. Right, Micah? Yeah. Yeah. Because if people do not embrace the truth in his word, they're going to try something else. Yeah. So if somebody doesn't embrace the truth, what are the options? Where do people turn to their truth Mm -hmm. if they turn away from the truth of God's word?
0: Yeah, well, I think here's what it comes down to. Whatever one considers their ultimate truth, it's the lens which with they, they view the whole world. It's their worldview. And to a large degree, one's life is going to revolve around what they believe to be true. It's certainly true for us, true Christians who embrace the truth of God. It's also true of other religions, as you just mentioned, Pastor. It's true about people who hold their politics or their science as the ultimate truth. You know, we've talked Multiple times before on this program, about the religions of climate hysteria and evolutionary humanism. But another one that I see a lot these days is social justice. You know, it's become a sort of a religion and an ultimate truth for many young people where everything is viewed through a social justice prism. You know, and I'll give you one guess if social justice warriors, the ones that I know at least, are happy people. Of course, they're not. They're unhappy because. If they're seeking justice by any other means other than through Jesus Christ, they'll only be disappointed because their filter is not calibrated to the truth. So according to God's word, Jesus is the judge. He's the one who's going to bring justice. He's the one who's true. If you're looking for justice in any other venue, you're not going to find it.
1: You know, and I used to look for truth in music Mm -hmm. and in the entertainers who were performing on stage, Mm -hmm. and I had favorite performers that I thought were purveyors of some kind of truth, Mm -hmm. but they were telling me lies, and I'm so glad that I turned away from that. When I turned to Jesus Christ, I knew that the things I was listening to were just filled with rebellion and hate to God, Mm -hmm. actually, Mm -hmm. and I was telling the story to somebody When uh, I I became saved and I wasn't listening to all my rock albums anymore. And my youth pastor said, hey, why don't you come in? Why don't you bring them to church? I said, bring my rock albums to church? (laughs) I said, we we can't listen to that. No, he said, we want to break them up. I said, you want to break up my rock albums? He said, yeah, (laughs) let's do it, man. So I, I prayed on that for a while. And then I finally brought my rock albums to church. And there was one album that I just thought it was kind of like my theme album of that day mm. it was by neil young and it was called tonight's the night and it was filled with drug use and abuse and things like that in there but i picked that rock album up that night mm. when i brought him to church yeah and i picked up tonight's the night and wow. i didn't have a chance to break up too many of my albums because <laughs> the young, going crazy. Yeah, they, yeah. they descended on my rock albums <laughs> and but i picked up tonight's the night yeah and I said, tonight's the night. Wow. And I smashed it over my knee, you know. And Jesus Christ is so much better. And, and I was thinking of, you know, I heard a, 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 a song lyric by Jay-Z. And he is so idolized mm-hmm. in our world. Mm-hmm. You know, I see him at some basketball game sometime. And he's uh-huh. got a front row seat. And everybody thinks so highly of him. But yeah. he said in one of his songs, Jesus can't save you. Life begins when the church ends. Wow. That is a deceitful and terrible lie that turns Mm -hmm. people away Mm -hmm. from the truth. So, dear friends, I love what Peter said. When people were leaving Jesus because his sayings were hard, Jesus looked to Peter and said, will you also go away? And Peter looked to Jesus and said, Lord, to whom shall we go? Thou hast the words of eternal life.
0: Can I just throw in? Yeah, you absolutely. know, one of one of Jay Z's nicknames is I think it's Hova, and he's oh, saying yeah. he Jehovah. So that yeah. goes right in line. I mean, it's anti God. People, if you're if you're a Christian and you're listening to that music, do what Pastor did. Yes. An old fashioned book burning, yes. record burning, yes. <laughs> yes. straight yes. out of the Book of Acts. Yeah.
3: Yeah. 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 It's I, obvious. I, I tell
0: That's... you what, it, it
1: it'll give you joy too. I had more <laughs> fun breaking up those albums than I think I did, ever did listening to them. <laughs> you, you know, the way I look about, at it too, I was always looking for another album that i didn't have Mm. i was always looking for some kind of satisfaction that it didn't give me Mm. Mm. and i always had to buy another album but it still didn't satisfy me and it wasn't until jesus that Mm. he satisfies he Mm. really does Mm. so as we get to the end of our program tonight jesus is the truth dear friends how can you encourage micah as we close someone to embrace the truth
0: well I would just say, look at Jeremiah. He said, the word was in mine heart as a burning fire. The disciples on the road to Emmaus said something similar. Did not our hearts burn within us when he, Jesus, talked with us by the way while he opened the scriptures to us? If you want your heart to burn inside you with Amen. joy, with hope, with love, get into the scriptures. That is where you're going to find the truth. Amen.
2: And what
1: will the truth make us, Deb?
2: Free. Free. Happy,
1: happy. Happy. And holy in Jesus. So, dear yeah. friends, embrace the truth. Of God's Word. Let God's Spirit convict you, convince you, He is the truth. Let Jesus touch you, let Him deliver you, that He is the way, He is the life. He loves you, He'll set you free. Good night. God bless you guys. Good night,
0: everybody. Good night. Thank you for tuning in to the Heritage of Faith Conversations radio program. To find out more about Heritage Baptist Church and our service times and locations, visit our website at hbcnyc.org. We stream multiple services online each week, including 11 a.m. Sunday mornings and 7.15 p.m. Wednesday nights. All are welcome, and you can find links to participate in our services on our website hpcnyc.org, and join us again next Sunday at 6pm for another Heritage of Faith conversation sponsored by Heritage Baptist Church. Until then rejoice in the Lord.